Welcome back to tonight's intermission. Merrimack is hosting UConn in Hockey East action. We're actually pre-recording before the game here with Don Tutkahoon, the former head coach of both Princeton and UMass, now doing the radio tonight or the television tonight, actually for WBIN Television. And uh, well, Coach, first of all, is I mean, this is a pretty big game here t- tonight for both these teams. There's a log jam in the league, really, if you look from about six down, really six down to twelve. I mean, there's not many points separating those two teams, so every point, including the ones tonight, are going to be big. Well, opportunity only knocks on the door so many times, and tonight's opportunity for Merrimack is with a win uh, they're tied for eighth place and they're literally only one point out of a tie for sixth place so they're very much in in the throes of staying in contention for home ice which is unbelievable considering how much of a struggle it's been just trying to score goals and put a string of wins together yeah i mean that's such a difference i think for you know the they start the season six one and two. They seem you know very hot at that point, and then uh, before the game against Arizona State last Sunday, they had lost uh, ten in a row, and you know a lot of close games, not been able to get over two goals. I mean, that's really it seems like that's the magic number these days in, in, in college hockey, right? You got to get the three goals. Yeah, three goals is it gives you a chance to you know to at least walk away with a point. Um, the real good teams are, are, are scoring three, four, five goals in a in a game. Uh, I think the fact that they they're a young team still, uh, sure they have a senior line in Hassa, Christy, and, and Bob, but they've got the rest of their, their lines are inundated with young players. Uh, they've got a solid group of defensemen, but not really o- offensive. Uh, maybe Biagas, Biagas, an offensive defenseman, but not, not inundated with offensive defensemen. Uh, they're going to have to find ways to get dirty goals and to score more readily and and, and they got to stay healthy. You can't have Sini out of the lineup for as many games as he was. You can't have uh, Delier out of the lineup for the games that he was out and expect that those top players are going to be replaced by people of equal ability. It's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, talking about that stretch that they had, it seems like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, when you win, it's like winning begets winning, losing begets losing. I mean, it's really tough when you get into a stretch like that, right? You know, as somebody who's, who's coach, how do you handle with both sides of that? I mean, early in the year, it seemed like nothing could go wrong, and they're 6-1-2, and two, they only lose one of the first nine, and then they have a stretch later, uh, you know, like we talked about. How do you deal with both of those situations? Well, I think the, the fact that you've got veteran coaches working with the Merrimack kids, you've got Mark Dennehy and Curtis Carr and, and Billy Gilligan that have all all been around long enough and seen enough situations they'll keep it positive they might lean on the guys a little bit and push them a little bit harder in practice and and not give them a lot of a a lot of wiggle room in terms of following following through with detail but they they're going to stay positive with these guys and they're going to encourage them they're always going to look for the glitter of hope Uh, i'm sure they're talking about about what might be what could be stay stay with the task the learning the learning uh pieces of being part of a team that sometimes the losing brings out the best in the team, and they, that's how they f- learn how to win, yeah. is by lo- learning from their losing. So I think the fact that they have an experienced staff, and they, they know enough to keep it positive and, and to keep it light so that these kids can feel good about themselves as they go into each competition. Yeah. The game they had against uh, here against Arizona State last Sunday. I mean, they break, they break out of a, a ten-game losing streak with ten goals and a ten-to-nothing win. I mean, uh, it seems like it could only be a positive thing because you know the guys are scoring goals and those are you know everybody feels good and so on. But is, is it possible to get into some maybe some some bad habits there that could reveal themselves and you know once they get back into hockey's play like tonight? Well, let's hope that one game doesn't create you know that that mechanism for bad habits. I, I think it freed them up quite a bit. They could sit back and not worry 
worry about the winning and the losing piece. The W was in place. Yeah. Now let's go play. Let's free ourselves. Maybe be a little bit more creative. Uh, encourage each other a little bit, and then to experience the joy of winning yeah. and the joy of having a great, a great uh, game. Sometimes that becomes a thirst that you you really start chasing now that you've felt it a little bit. So I'd like to think that 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 was a good good thing for them, not just for the W, but just the fact that it took the pressure off them. And then tonight against UConn, we've got a couple of teams that are right there in the mix in, in the battle for home ice, uh, first of all, in the first round of the playoffs. And, uh, you know, a couple of teams that seem to be pretty evenly matched. They, they played some close games over the last couple of years, and it really doesn't seem like there's too much to choose, really, you know, in that section of the standings. Um, you know, as we come down the stretch here, there's six or seven games left to play. What's going to be important here for those teams to try to separate themselves from the others? Well, clearly it starts with goaltending, and UConn's going into tonight's game. I don't think Rob Nichols is playing, and he's a legitimate player in this league. He He's had a lot of success, so they're going to be without him. Uh, and and Dillier, we've seen him be really good at, at times. If he if he's as solid as he's capable of being, and the team is stingy defensively, and if we can get the Gustafson, uh, Cini, and and uh, and Jace Hennig line rolling, uh, that will be critical. So that maybe if that line gets rolling, the power play is better. If that line gets rolling, they're scoring more goals. If Dillier does his his job, then. Mer- Merrimack's got a chance of being a better team than they've been over the last month or two. We'll see Boston College next week. Merrimack has a home and home with them. I, I know you've seen a lot of them recently, especially the Bean Pot on Monday night. What are your thoughts on BC and you know, what does Merrimack have to do to have a chance against them? Well, you just can't let them take runs, uh, and you have to you have to get after them early to let them know that it's going to be a difficult game. That they're, they're going to have to play hard in order to be able to beat you. If, if you. if you give them gap or you give them an opportunity to generate speed or space to be able to make plays, uh, they'll eat you alive because they are very, very talented and gifted. And, and of course, uh, Satchel Demko is a big-time goalie. So, yeah, they've got that guy back there that when if they do let down and let up, they can make the big save. And then their power play, obviously, is something you have to be reckoned with, as we saw last Monday night when they scored those two power play games. Uh, goals to break away from uh, um, Harvard. Yeah, it should be a good game Monday night in the final of the Bean Pod. BC and BU. Uh, I, I assume you'll be there again for uh, for Nesson. Tell us about you know what your thoughts on the game and, and how, you know, handicap the game basically. Well, I think you know, I mean, Demko and Maguire are going to be key factors because they're both both teams are good enough to create offense. And and with 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 all the offense that will be created, the goalie that stands up to it the best will give the team the the best chance. Both teams have defensemen that get involved in the offense uh, and because they get involved in the offense that makes their their team that much more dynamic uh, you know BC Colin, Colin White and the, the way he's uh, just broke into this league as a freshman and leading the league in scoring he becomes a player of note but there are so many other players the Fitzgerald brothers and you know and uh, so many talented people on the BC side that you just have to be tight checking you have to be physical uh, um, and but at the same time stay out of the box and be used just they're, they're looking for the depth of their team to lead them they don't know where their goals are coming from specifically you might have Danny O'Regan that will lead the way a little bit or Oxenen but generally speaking it's the depth of their team that makes them a threat 
And this one tonight, uh, Merrimack and UConn should be a good one as well. Like we said, a couple of evenly matched teams, I think. Uh, what will be the keys to this one tonight? Well, I think you know, the goaltending, for sure. If, if Merrimack can get to, I think it's Creel that's playing tonight. And if, if they can get to Creel and, and, and test his medal early, that, that should go a long way to help them. And then they have, they have to do a better job on special teams. Uh, Latonoff and, and Tage Thompson, who's got all those power play goals, they got to be reckoned with when, when you put them on the power play, and then Merrimack's got to find a way to generate some offense on their power plays. They've got to do more than what they've done over the recent past if they're going to be able to score those three or four goals that we're looking for in a game. Yeah. All right, well, should be a good one. Thanks a lot, Coach. We appreciate your time. Have a good call tonight as well. Thanks, Mike. All right, that's Don Tutkoon, the uh, uh, doing the uh, color analyst tonight on the WBIN broadcast. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.